Michael Osterlink here with constitutional scholar Bruce Fine, another episode of Fine Wisdom. Bruce, let's talk about the Declaration of Independence and its relevance today, today being uh, 2016, the beginning of the new year, and we are heading into a presidential campaign season. What are your thoughts? Well, the Declaration of Independence, Michael, is it's a document that's relevant for the ages. Uh, in 2016, it was relevant last year, it'll be relevant thousands of years from now. And it's relevant not only to the United States, it's relevant to all of the world because it expounds principles of why we have government, uh, principles of natural individual rights, uh, and individuals of duty to revolt against tyranny. And so let's kind of walk through these uh, in order to make them uh, uh, current in terms of the issues that we confront. Um, the, 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 perhaps the, the most extraordinary uh, celebration of individual rights is in the Declaration of Independence, which basically charts out what I would call a, a liberty-centered universe. It says that we're all born with certain unalienable rights, you know, the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If I can just pause, pursuit of happiness at that time wasn't hedonism, it was the pursuit of wisdom and virtue. And that those are inherent just being human beings. We don't need to give a reason why we enjoy those rights. They just are there. And then the Declaration goes on to say that the purpose of government, the purpose of government is to secure those rights. They understood, the drafters, that in a state of nature, you know, your life, liberty, and, and pursuit of happiness can be endangered by predation, other people trying to kill you, trying to steal from you, or otherwise. So the purpose of government is to vindicate protect those individual rights, not only from domestic but from foreign predation or aggression. And it goes on to say that the legitimate powers of the government that's going to protect these rights depends upon the consent of the governed. That is, we the people, the consent of the governed, are the ones who are endowed with sovereignty. Sovereignty is not something that is embodied in a king, embodied in a religious figure, or, or some other individual. Uh, with some royal title. So we have the idea of self-government, and that incorporates also, Michael, the idea of transparency, because you can't have a government by the consent of the governed unless the governed know what their government is doing. You know, how can you consent to something you don't know what's going on? For example, all the things that the NSA is doing, all the things the president is doing secretly and never tells us about, and Congress uh, un unfortunately doesn't uh, insist on disclosure and its oversight. So transparency on government is a cornerstone of the Declaration of Independence. And then it continues on and says, when a government becomes destructive of these unalienable rights, uh, and it evinces a clear design to reduce the population to being vassals or serfs, tyranny is the word they use, that there is not only a right but a duty to overthrow that government and establish a new regime that's more hospitable to these natural rights. Uh, and when we think about this, the Declaration of Independence, it's clearly relevant today. Unfortunately, in the United States anyway, we have almost walked a full circle and have turned these objectives of 
uh, of the con of the Declaration on their head. I mean, the idea today is no, we aren't born with natural rights. No, you don't have a right to privacy. What do you have to hide? The government should be able to spy on you for whatever reason. It doesn't need to give anything at all unless you have something to cover up. Why do you care? We have secret government. You know, the classification system, all the state secrets that prevent us from knowing what the government is doing. Predator drones, you know, extraordinary renditions, surveillance that we never know about. Uh, maybe we'll disclose 100 years from now, so we basically have secret government. Uh, we certainly don't have, you know, government by the consent of the governed. I mean, basically, the way in which the, the, the system works today, you know, the moneyed interest and uh, the way in which the politicians manipulate uh, through political gerrymandering and, and, and ballot access and electoral rules, it's calculated to entrench, you know, the few at the expense of the many. Uh, and we no longer have a liberty-centered universe. I mean, it's viewed as our, 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 our dispensation in the United States is to be an empire. We're the indispensable nation. You know, we need to go everywhere where we think there's any wrong. And through force or violence or bribery or otherwise, we're going to make the world better. That has no appearance as a legitimate purpose of government in the Declaration of Independence. Uh, and it's quite unfortunate that these fundamental principles of government uh, that are so unique uh, and were literally unprecedented at the time in 1776 are, are now totally unlearned. They're alien. They're literally alien to those who occupy the highest positions in power. So when I say, you know, what's the relevance of the Declaration today? It's sort of a blueprint of what we need to reform government. Great. Thank you, Bruce. Now, you've written a couple books. You also have a blog on Washington Times. And the Huffington Post. And the Huffington Post. Uh, where can people find out more about your work, your writing, and your thinking? Uh, if you go to my website, www.brucefine.com. Great. Thanks, Bruce.